Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Let's put a little sunshine into our lives with Stephen Moran, owner of the Yeah Burger Restaurant Group. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Hello, how are you doing? How's things? You are going to restore our faith in humanity. Tell us what happened to you. <laughs> uh, look, it was, uh, obviously this is after blowing up like a, it was mad, to be honest with you. But look, um, on, um, on on Halloween night, we're, we're in a constant battle with these wardens, obviously, parking tickets and stuff like that, like everybody in the country is. And um, the next morning there on Tuesday, we were just kind of looking out the window. We have an office above the business there, and we're just looking out the window, and we see a part. We just see one of the wardens walking by, and it just triggered us straight away. And it was just a bit of a moment of panic. We have a ticket on the car. We've got a parking fine. That's it. So we legged it out to the car, and we had a look at the wipers, and, and there was a ticket. I don't know, but like an actual, you know, like one of the tickets you get from the meter. So we were like, what's going on here? This is mad. We did this this morning when we were sleepwalking or what was going on. We didn't have a clue what was going on. And then we copped that the ticket said 2.27 a.m. previous night, Halloween night. So I was like, this is nuts. So I went upstairs and checked the cameras. We've obviously got cameras outside. And there you go. This fella, Gabriel, just strolling down the street, obviously after having a few beers. And um, cops, the car has no ticket straight over to the meter and sticks a ticket on the car for us. So obviously it kicks in at 9 a.m. the next morning. So he bought us two hours and we copped it at 10.45 a.m. So only for the chap, we would have got a nice little fine. And look, that's it. A nice, a nice uh, super act of kindness by an absolute stranger. It's just a gent. And have you been in touch with him? Are you calling him Gabriel because it's an angel's name or is that actually his name? <laughs> well, he is in fairness to him. But no, we have been speaking to him. We met him yesterday. He popped down to the restaurant. So he's going to come in and have a few beers on us. But um, I know, look, it's an absolute, an absolute legend. And just a small thing like that, but uh, you know, obviously made a, made a nice little bit of sunshine in our morning that morning, anyway, for sure. So what did he say? He was just like walking through the town <laughs> at two fifty-seven well, and said, yeah, "I'm going to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. good here." Well, look, what, what actually look, a few updates in the story. Then we met him and we were having a chat with him, and he actually said then that uh, his friend of his, he owns a restaurant down the road, so he actually had noticed that this car is parked out there on the street a lot. And uh, my partner has got ourselves a fair few tickets on the road. I think he's seen that. And he literally said to his mates and he said, look, I guarantee you this, tick, this car doesn't have a ticket on our, on our car. So he said, I'm going to sort it right for once. And that's literally what happened. <laughs> and that's where it's like, it's mad. Oh, look, it's great thing. Fair play. To I, I can totally identify uh, with your girlfriend. I have been that soldier so many times. And no matter how many times it happens to you, it hurts as much every time. And life just swallows you up. You can set reminders on your phone. You can do anything. But sometimes you're like, oh, I must go to that now in 15 minutes. And then something else happens, particularly yeah. if you have a busy business like you do. So that's amazing that she was she was known for that. <laughs> and that's what great. saved her ultimately. Ultimately, that is what saved her. And it, it, as you know, it is a dig. It's a huge dig to get a parking ticket. Like, I know, look, this is small time stuff, but like something like that. It was just, I thought it was amazing. And I literally said, here, I'm going to stick this up on Instagram. And within 30 minutes, the power of social media. And uh, yeah, we found out who he was. And like, you know, I, have, I never met this chap before. Like, we, have no, we had no idea who he was. So it was an absolute 100% legit act of, you know, kindness. Oh, I love that story, Stephen. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, I just can't believe his name's Gabriel. I mean, can that actually be a fact? Love that. I'm going to be dining out in that all weekend. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
Let's turn to random acts of kindness. We have Claire on the line in Cork. Hello, Claire. Tell us about you and the random act of kindness. So it was Christmas Eve in 2020 and we'd just lost my nan. She died earlier that day and we were going up to Kildare to my husband's family for Christmas and we were just coming up to the Port Leash Toll and we got to the toll and the lady told us here it's already been paid for. The car in front had paid for us. And like, it's so small, but then it's so huge. It gives such a good feeling, doesn't it? It, it was such a good feeling. And as, as I was saying to researchers, like the, the lady in front of us didn't know what had happened or what kind of day we were having. And it actually it really meant a lot, yeah. And I think also for that person, it gives them a warm feeling. We're just looking for little pockets of joy among all the doom and gloom that we're being bombarded with. And, and life events, like you say, losing a family member, just a little something to put a smile on your face. There's magic in that. Exactly. And it was 2022. So we were in the middle of another lockdown. We were going up to see family we hadn't seen for, for months as well. Ah, So are you looking forward to a normal, in inverted commas, Christmas this year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure your nan will still be missed, but wish you all the best. Thank you very much <laughs> Thanks, for that, Claire. Claire. And I do think that's a really good one. Just being ahead of somebody in the queue and paying their way. We have Karen on the line in Drogheda. Karen, you are on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. What's your random act of kindness story? It's actually the opposite way around. So I was, the re- I was uh, not the recipient of one, but I was the giver of one, I suppose. Oh, lovely. Um, what did you do? You're an angel, a real life angel. Well, not really, exactly. Probably t- was for my own gain in the end. But what I did was, <laughs> I was, as always in my life, moral of the story is I'm late for everything always. And I was running to get the train, but I had a post up in the post office. So when I was in the supermarket, I was posting stuff in the post office and I picked up a magazine and a bottle of water to get for, to get to go for the train. But there's two beautiful old dears in front of me, like late old ladies, and they were buying themselves a pair of ice creams. And they were trying to find the change in the bag and fight with each other as to who was going to pay for it. Meanwhile, I'm looking at my watch saying, I'm going to miss the train, I'm going to miss the train, I'm going to miss the train. <laughs> so I said, ladies, I had you covered. That's my treat. Off you go. And I nuzzled in beside them and I just paid for my stuff at the checkout. The girl was really quick. And all was fine. I said, that's great. I'm going to make the train. And when I came outside, the two old ears were outside waiting for me stopped me, had to have the conversation with me to thank me for buying the ice cream and then proceeded to tell me why they were out because it was their birthday. They were 85 and they always spend their birthdays together and how kind it was for me to buy them a birthday gift not knowing it was their birthday. Did you make the train, Karen? I missed the train. So I knew at that point I wasn't going to catch the train because where I was in Drogheda, it's, it's about a five-minute walk to the train or run to the train. And I knew at that point I'd missed the train. So I said, there's not much point me running now for this train. I may as well just continue the conversation because my own sisters are twins and they also spend the day together. So we were there easy for the table another half an hour and 40 minutes just talking. Oh, that is so nice, you know. And it does... To to give is to receive. I know we're not supposed to do it for personal gain, but even some of the biggest thought leaders in the world talk about the importance of, of, of giving back and, and what that means to us. I'm sure you were smiling all day yourself. Oh, I was, because they were the sweetest pair. I don't know, and I was a couple of years back whether they were still with us or not, but they were just two beautiful women dressed beautifully and they were just... Oh, they were sweethearts when you saw them. But anyway, it was just a funny story. <laughs> and, you know, I have a friend who just moved back with her family uh, from London to live in Dublin and her daughter is about eight. And she was like, Mom, 
Everyone loves talking here, don't they? And it is true because, you know, in London, nobody really makes eye contact or says hello or anything like that. Whereas here, you'll happily stand outside a shop for half an hour with somebody you just met two seconds ago. Well, well, I did happily in the end when I realised I'd missed my train. <laughs> and you had that time to waste. Well, fair play to you, Karen. That's a lovely I story. I absolutely love that image of the two twin 85-year-olds having their, their 99s or whatever it was Karen treated them to. We have Dave on the line in Tipperary. Hello, Dave, how are you? Were you the, the, the giver or the receiver of the uh, random receiver. act of kindness? The uh, receiver, the recipient, lovely. Yeah, well, well, myself and my partner, uh, I suppose. Um, my partner was recently diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and um, she, she's always been mad to get a family portrait done by uh, this uh, cousin of mine. She's a really good photographer and she was going on and on and on about it. And it, it turned out that some of her friends set up a sneaker Snapchat group uh, about just, you know, what kind of stuff they could do for us, you know, going forward. And they, one of them texted and said, yeah, that the portrait's been paid for. So whenever he is already, just get in contact. That is so nice. Before we get on to that kindness, Dave, why are the men in our lives dragging their heels on family portraits? It's a lovely thing to do. What's wrong I, with you? I, I don't know. I just, you, you know yourself, it's, it's like that meme I once said, saw before, you know, it says, if a man says he'll do something, he'll do something. Just stop asking every six months. <laughs> and did you have to get dressed up? Was it the kind of the well, denim jeans and well, the bare we, feet? Was we, that what was putting you off? Yeah, she only got her first, uh, first round of chemo the other day. She's, she's fairly battered after it. So just when she feels better, we're going to set a date, you'll get, get the nice clothes on and, and make an all, you know, kind of day of it. I just think we really need to mark these occasions in life. I mean, obviously, that's a very, you know, different setup that your your missus is going through. But I mm. just think it's so important. Life goes so fast. So to, to document with a photograph every now and then, that is so lovely because people feel really helpless at a time like this, don't they? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. We're, we're incredibly lucky. We probably have, like, the, the greatest group of friends out there because, like, her dad passed away a couple of years ago and everybody did a whip around uh, behind her back. I didn't even know about it. And they arrived on one, one day and said, here's 1,200 quid towards paying for the funeral cost. Wow. Wow. You know? So when you have people like that in your life, it, it does make these things a little easier to deal with. And how are you finding it all, Dave? Because it's not just the person going through it. It's the, it's it's, the family and friends too. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, like I'm, I'm having to leave work and we have a nine-month-old baby. So that kind of makes things a little bit more stressful. But we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. You know, my, my missus is an absolute legend. So when she's okay, I'll be all right. And so when does the treatment end? I mean, I oh, know it's, it's really hard to kind of constantly be looking in the future. but we're, we're kind of looking at about 12 months worth of treatment, eight months of treatment, and then surgery and chemo every two weeks. And then every week after about four months. So it's, it's going to be a long road ahead of us, but, you know, like, she's, she's as hard as nails. She'll get there. Oh, well, look, we wish you all the very best. And I'm sure having a nine-month-old really helps because you're distracted constantly yeah. by if, them if and he, what they if, need, as well as their yeah, cuteness. If you sleep a little more often now, to be grand. <laughs> to, to give her a chance to rest. Well, Dave, we wish you all the very best. I hope you're going to come back on the show in 12 months' time to say she's got the all clear. and you're And to send us the photo. We'll all want to see the, the family portrait. Mind yourself, Dave. Thank you very much for coming on. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.